If you're waiting for the moment, here it is. Welcome to Unplugged, the Moose Mom Podcast. Your stable for authentic information and unbridled fun. And now, your host. This is Master Mo. Welcome to Unplugged, the Mo Usman podcast episode six. Today on the show, we have an award-winning Kennywood director, producer, and cinematographer by the name Hassan Giggs. He has been in the industry for over two decades. On this podcast today, we're going to be discussing the Kennywood industry, its future, amongst other things. Welcome to the show. Thank you. All right. So let's start from how life is in Kennywood, because what we see outside being fans and followers of the movie industry, it's all glitz and glamour. But is there anything aside that? <laughs> well, first and foremost, my name is Hassan Geeks, filmmaker, cinematographer. Um, you know, usually uh, the definition of what people were saying about the film industry itself is not the way people were thinking. Although, until you come into the industry, that was where you definitely understand what is going on. But at times, definitely you see most of our fans do say a lot of things that they not even see with their own koro koro eyes. Exactly. But I, well, in time goes on, and things will be better, inshallah. Alright, so uh, let's just get uh, some of these scandals out of the way and get into the, the, business. the business of our gist. So let's just talk about this one for a bit. Now, there's this perception, this general northern perception that Kennywood serves as a moral compass for its fans, its viewers uh, of the movies you make. How do you feel as a filmmaker when you see controversies surrounding some Kennywood actors and actresses? You know, how, how do you feel when you see that happening when th- there's supposed to be like a representation of us in the north? Okay, well, uh, first and foremost, uh, the entertainment industry itself usually have a lot of issues, mm-hmm. starting from Hollywood, Bollywood, and Nollywood, then coming down to Carnywood. Yeah. Um, it's just like you're trying to sell yourself out, you're just trying to make a living out of what you're doing, mm-hmm. but some people were just thinking as if maybe we're trying to bring something different from the protection, I mean, uh, the cultural issue of yeah. what people were just trying to inflate on us. So what I was just trying to say, film is made to believe. Mm. We're just trying to portray somebody's character in a movie. Okay. And the issue of uh, the scandals or whatsoever people were talking, <laughs> ours we are celebrities. So definitely, <laughs> all eyes is on us. Yeah. And uh, what I would like people to think about, Shini, when you go around in the other sectors, mm. you always have issues and problems. Exactly. It's just like, for, for instance, now let's assume it now, okay, I don't pray that should happen. Um, maybe Hassan Geek should go and do something that is not good. Before you know it now, something will just be booming. Yeah. A lot of people will be saying a lot about it, but there is a lot of things that is happening underground. Mm-hmm. Because just because we are not, just because they are not filmmakers or celebrities, yeah. so a lot of issues are happening. There's just a reason I was on social media. There was a lady that said how she wished in this quarantine, during this quarantine issue of this uh, yeah. uh, coronavirus, how she wishes even tired that she need a boyfriend, she just want to go out or she will find somebody else. Yeah. I was like, oh, thank God it's not a filmmaker or a celebrity that said this thing. <laughs> it's something that will be backfired. Everybody would just be saying a lot of issues. It would have blown up, blown out that, of proportion. That's that just the fact, but we yeah. celebrities, we, we're just trying our best, but at times, 
I don't know what to say because we're just trying to make a living out of all these things that people are just thinking about. Mm. All right, cool. Now, you mentioned the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh so we're God. going to get to that in a bit. Um, you were also one of the actors that uh, was uh, in Lagos for the, <laughs> <laughs> for the AMBCA. Now, before I came down for this interview, I had like a whole conversation with my wife. So when I come back home, I'd have to strip outside the house. She'd have to host me down with, you know, detergents, sanitizers, and all of that stuff because I'm going to have a conversation with her and gigs. Oh my god! And it has actually been a month since that happened. That happened, yeah. And we haven't heard of any situation as to whether you guys have started coughing. <laughs> But people still think that um, if this thing has come to Kano, Kano. that it it was you guys. You guys are responsible. You guys should be held responsible for bringing it into Kano. Oh God of mercy! Have you been able to handle all of that? While I was at home, I was doing one of my post-production. I don't even know what is happening on the internet. Yeah. I just saw missed calls about. 300 missed calls. Wow. Then I just saw Alini Wusun and I don't think, I'm, ah, bros, how are you? How are you doing? Bro, you didn't see what is going on on the internet. I said, what is going on on the internet? Check BBC. Wow. When I checked BBC, I was like, what? These are 12 days of coming back from Lagos. And all this issue that people were just talking about, I did not even see it down there in the south because mostly all the stars there in the south came there. Mm-hmm. In fact, when I was just thinking, that, okay, ah, how comes where the source came from? Then the next thing I didn't know coming back, look, we are going for text tomorrow. Mm. We are going to pick our sample. I said, Oh, no, she got <laughs> So I was like, Okay, well, what I believe as a Muslim that whatever comes to you, you just took it as a will of Allah. No. Then when I was just sleeping, then around 5 a.m. in the morning, my was like, Look at this man, he was not even bothering himself. Back am I even down? Where am I gigs? What am I going to do? My own mirror. I believe that whatever happens to me is the will of God. But I believe that at this issue, I don't even know where the source came from. So when we go for the test, they, they collected our sample. I was like, ah, what if <laughs> as a geeks contracts it? I said, God forbid. So it's about to, after three days now, they now call us that we are all negative. Okay. Well. And the funniest part, I was at home. That's the day the issue happened. Mm. Could you believe that people have started propagating that? Ah, Hassan Giggs, Ali no, and the other people have been quarantined now. They even took them to Lagos. I was still in Kano. <laughs> then the funny part of it is that one of my friends now called me that Giggs, can I have it you? <laughs> I was like, ah. That oh when God. he had the issue that Giggs, can I have it you? I know the Mubeka Mungais are okay? So something like that. How will you say? Just forget about it. What happened? That I don't think I have Corona because if I think I have coronavirus, 12 days after coming back from Lagos, I will have finding some issues, headache, and I didn't see all those things. I'm doing fine. My family is doing fine. Everybody is doing fine. But at times, as a celebrity, this is just the price that you have to pay as uh, a celebrity. Yeah. 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 All right, cool. Now, you mentioned your wife. In the industry, entertainment industry, it has been observed for a while now that celebrity marriages rarely, you know, last or take time. And then, boom, we start hearing drama from here and there and all of that stuff. What is the secret behind yours lasting so long? Yeah, my secret is, uh, first of all, we are friends. Okay. I met her in 2005. She came into acting in 2000. So, we met in 2005. I was on set. 
I was a cinematographer then. Okay. Then I was just saw her passing by. I was just like, wow, who is this lady? Then one of my colleagues now said, ah, she's she's Muhammad Abdul Salam. She's from Kaduna. I was like, telling her, you come, let's talk to you. Wow, who are you to talk to me like that? <laughs> Don't you think I can be your husband and marry you? You just like that. <laughs> so after that, it just become a story. We started dating each other for five, uh, four, three to four years. Okay. Then we got married 2008, July 28. Wow. So at least by 28th of this month, June, I'm sorry, 28th of June will be 12 years. So our secret of marriage is that whatever you're doing, make sure you marry your best friend. Okay. And uh, she's into the industry. Mm. Um, she knows what, what is happening in the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, even no matter how that, at least sometimes it's stressful. I'll be going for some shooting at times, two months, three months. Mm. She know it and she's into the industry before. Mm. So recently now she directed a lot of films, about two to three films, and she's into her own business too. Because nowadays now women are booming more than than more than Exactly. Than I say that and people look at me like, what is wrong with this one? Women have more opportunities nowadays than than men. men. The yeah. issue is the issue now, in fact. In fact, I can't even say anything <laughs> the way she's doing her own business now. And mostly now she's into radio programs too. Yeah. Yeah, she go for radio program on documentaries, all those BBC and whatever you are whatever I call it in this uh, NGO sector style or something like that. Yeah. Then she's into her own production of uh, organic products. She do it and um, what will I say again? Uh, she just tried to make something out of herself. She just don't. She just don't want to sit down like that. Mm. She's a person that I know that she's a hustler, and we have three kids. We have Aisha, Fatima, and Khadija. Wow. So we are happily married. Well, I just want to tell. Mostly people do think that celebrity marriage always crash or celebrity marriage does not last. It's not like that. I've said it one when we are when we are talking last time that most people that not on limelight people don't understand what they are facing exactly because they are not a celebrities now from last year to this year according to some reports the marriage calculated marriage that we don't in area i think is about 300 wow. but they said almost 220 to 30 percent are divorces now you will now saw mm-hmm. a lady passing by she's just 19 to 20 years she will not tell you that line was divorce. But just because they are not celebrities, nobody knows them. So nobody there. cares to go into what Thank happened. You. But they were just just waiting. Okay, ah, has a expert do this, do that, or something like that. Celebrities will. So I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> People like to put like a, a eagle eye on celebrities being. That's it. Mm. That's it. All right. Now talking about your wife, I read an article where it stated that your wife is the first female director in the industry. Yeah cool now how can we you know as a people in the industry all of us come together to you know ensure that women are put into these positions to tell stories from their perspectives like she's doing yeah um mostly mostly men don't usually support their wives okay because what they believe that maybe in the future she may overpower them and which is not like that mm. what i understand is just just understanding between you and your wife so I've been encouraging her for long and she has been encouraging a lot of ladies too because she's outspoken than I. I'm a very shy person. I, I don't talk. I usually talk. Mm. And uh, what I would like to tell people is that whatever you have a very good, beautiful wife, mm-hmm. try to support her so that you don't know what may happen in the future. For instance, now, my false daughter, Humaira, she will be, she's 11 right now. 
Cool. So yeah. I was just looking at her. Most what I did when I was young, she was doing it. I was like, Humera, why are you doing drawing? Why are you all those things? Ah, I was just doing it. It's, it's, it's my hobby. That was where I started from. So most of my pictures now you saw on social media. My daughter takes the pictures. Wow. She says she wants to go into cinematography. Nice. <laughs> because children of nowadays they are more creative yes. than what we are thinking about. So men, please, I'm begging you guys, support your wife, embrace her, just in fact, just support her. That's what I just wanted to say. Yeah. All right. Now you have been in the industry for over two decades now. Yeah. Especially in the Kanu Kanyewood industry. Yeah. What drives you to be one of the best and still at the pinnacle of your craft? Consistency. Yeah. Okay, because for a lot of people, they don't, you know, they just put out a movie and then they go silent for a while <laughs> and then they come back again. <laughs> and and usually what I normally do is that when when I watch a lot of things, then I'll be thinking, okay, what what side do I supposed to bring in up? Because mostly people will be saying, okay, our films are love stories, Korea or whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So when I just saw that, okay, let me just be my own style let me just bring my own style of filmmaking then so i usually direct films in a year i don't direct more than two to three films okay sometimes i only direct one film then i'm a grassroots filmmaker my father is a photographer i inherited i inherited photographer from my father then i go to fair film school all those stuff like that we are in hollywood i think 2016 yeah so gradually as i said consistency is the most important thing and the dedication and the passion that you have for what you're doing mm. although i face a lot of challenges yeah that's what keeps me strong that okay whatever you do like what steven spielberg or james cameron, james cameron say that your last film is your best film mm. okay your last film is your best film means that if you want to do another film make sure that it's better than what you do at the back side mm. so I try my best a lot to make uh, to make a lot of films that at least if you're watching it, this guy is quite different. So that you see most of my films is visual effects films, mm. cultural films. So I just say let me be unique and be different from what other people think Kenny would are. It's not as if I'm not directing any contemporary films. I directed most films. I direct comedy, I direct drama, I direct science fiction, I direct also ever films that you know that you're going to but I I always direct films that parents, children would like to sit down and watch it. And all the things that you're seeing, we are not having the support from corporate or government. We're spending our money, the little we have, to make something at least to get something back. But what if we have the support of the government? I think things will have been better now the way we are thinking. Okay, and when you say the support of the government, what kind of support would that be? I mean, funds. Okay. Whatever, at times we wanted to shoot a film like, okay, let's assume we want to shoot a, a government house or a billionaire's house. Okay, why don't the allies and people surrounding us to support us? Look, you guys, you're doing so, so, so. There was a time a guy called me that there was a cultural play that I directed that is not supposed to be like that way. That why don't you guys come so that we can back you up? Mm. I said, we've been doing that, but nobody supported us. You know, I said, okay, from now on, whatever you guys want to do pertaining to cultural issues, come for consultation, then we'll back you up. So, fine. Yeah, it's good that you made that point because a lot of people have seen movies, even in Nollywood and in Canwood, and, and they're like, but that is not, that does not have a cultural accuracy. It, it is, why don't these people go and do consultations? But it's not like as if you guys do not do it. You do, we'll it, do it, we'll do but it. people do not respond. Respond, that's the, that's the issue because it's just like. And you cannot say because people did not respond, the show must not, the show must go on. Uh, there was a time I 
directed one film. I think the name of the film is uh, Sadaoki. I was like, people were just praising the movie and say, I've not done something because I've not done that. I don't like the way people are praising the film. I just want a critic that will make me realize what I did. Maybe I need a little bit of adjustment. Then the guy just called me from Singapore. Geeks, your trailer of the movie is fine, but these are the basic things that you're supposed to do. And I said, down, I've done that. This is what I wanted to know. But some of, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say mostly, some of our viewers, they just quickly judge without proper investigation. Look at this film, blah, blah, blah. Okay, somebody spent his whole rule of time, almost two months, one month, three weeks, with a little bit of creativity that he has. Okay, I've done this one, okay. I, this is not the way so you guys are supposed to do it. Let me just advise you guys. Even the tip of advice is something, but you don't have to call us and say, this is a useless film or blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Sometimes it pisses me off that, despite the fact all what we have been doing, some people still believe that we, has, we have not done anything now. I think that will make them sit down and watch our film. Mm. And you see, you see people that are criticizing us. There are the people watching more American movies, and they are not telling us that our culture. This is not the way we're supposed to do it. There's a way they used to say in the house, uh, I'm about to tell you here or some, something like stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Then I'll be thinking, okay, do you people are saying this thing, and you have still have satellite in your house, and you're still watching American films, and you still have your own DSTV and all those stuff in your house, watching all those things, and you're still condemning your own. The person that you're supposed to encourage, and you're still condemning him that. In fact, our viewers sometimes piss me off, honestly speaking. No, it, it could be frustrating. It could be frustrating. Uh, okay, now let me just take you back a little bit to what you just talked about. You know, okay. the um, pushing movies that have to do with love and everything. And then you said you delve into a lot of things you know yeah sci-fi drama and yeah. all of that things and now some some of the critics or some of the people that say ah it's only love 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 you people are talking about i think what they are saying basically is that some of them actually yeah, maybe yeah. a few <laughs> what they want to see especially someone like me all right is um say maybe we tackle issues that some of the issues that are bedeviling the north like say poverty you know, politics as a tool to impoverish. You know, there are also issues of child marriages, uh, domestic violence and the likes, because all of these things happen. Now, are, are there plans to push real life stories like this for yeah. you in the future? Yeah. There was a story recently that we were writing on Almajiri. Wonderful. On Almajiri. So the story is talking about the real situation, what is happening right now in our society. And the problem that mostly we'll face again, the love story issue has already been implanted into a lot of minds in our viewers. Mm. But you're just trying to change the cycle to make a virtual reality. I wonder if I wonder You're just trying to tell a very good story about what is happening in the society. Yeah. Just look at what is happening in our marital status that people don't believe that if you're married and house a man before you know psyche. And what we are trying to say, we're just trying to send the positive feelings. It's not always negative that every marriage in the north is all about divorce, divorce, divorce. Yeah. We are writing a story about that too. The Almajiri story, uh the divorcee issue. And uh, there was a reason I shot a film about uh, VVF issue. Okay, yeah. VVF issue. So we've, do, we've done that too. I've done a lot of short, short films about all these health issues. 
sponsor myself do it just put it on my youtube site so i don't want to wait for somebody to come and sponsor him because all those things like this need, need a very high budgeted money to implant them so that you can share it within the society they can easily see it but there was a why i've been saying all this thing is that when you go down to the local areas mm. i was shocked they've not been seeing some films that at least will change their mind yeah so what i believe is that Films with Alinu is only is only him is the actor in the northern state. Mm. They've not been seeing other actors and other films that look there's other fine films that you can watch and will change your mindset. So we can't do it alone. That's why I'm saying that we need government to work in, we need corporate bodies to work in, we need a lot of issue to work in so that at least the message that we are trying to send will go to the people that you mentioned budget yeah. why do you think it is so difficult to get um, you know people to come in and invest in this because when someone looks at your cv for instance it is a cv that is worth backing yeah you know you you can back it up because your movies actually make money sense, yeah. yeah and they make sense too yeah. so why do you think it is so difficult to get people to you know key into it um the difficult issue i would say because the impression that they had and films in a batch of year. Mm. How will I put that issue? So basically, they don't want to, you know, invest in that. They don't want that. to invest in that, and which is not like that. Okay, you're condemning your child, or your child has been doing something that is not good. You didn't talk to him or draw his attention. You always abuse him. Don't you think that one day, this stigma and everything will just go to his head? Okay, since everything is like, let me just continue and do what I, what I was supposed to do. But when you call that person up and say, look, why don't you guys do it this way? There's a reason we, we launched one of our trailer, one of our films, Saronia. We invite then and current Emir of Kanu. He comes and watch the trailer. And he now gave us some piece of advice on cultural issues. Like, look, it will have been better if you guys do it this way. But in Orenbe said, I give you guys 60%. At least you've done best. You need encouragement not to be condemning the whole stuff. And look at the issue now. There was a time we went to Abuja when we went for launch of... Uh, Vice President Osibanjo invited us that, okay, an appreciation from Kanye would you guys really try during this election. So instantly, Erufai made a statement that the issue of this kidnapping, please, Kanye would use your voice. People listen to your fame, people listen to your music. Create an awareness so that people will understand what is happening. That was when I realized that, okay, they have been recognizing us now. Mm. So maybe in the nearest future, a lot of things will happen. But I don't think for now. Mm. Hopefully, then. We're hopefully, very hopeful. Hopefully, bro. <laughs> okay. All right. Now, so looking into the future, okay. what innovations, you know, development would you like to see happen in the Kanyewood industry? Developments, I would like to see Kanyewood, I'm sorry to say that, better than Nollywood. Okay. I would like to see Kanyewood with different kind of studios. We don't need to go to other states begging or hiring some stuff to shoot the movie because when we went to uh la 2016 yeah when i saw a studio very mighty studio from let me say from dengue and i brought us from dengue to where would i put it to medile wow. i was like is this a studio or what they say is a studio that was when i realized that Kanyewood is still a baby trying to survive. Mm. But in the nearest future, I know Kanyewood will bounce back in a better way because people still love our stories. Because down there, there was a person that said, Look, 
geeks, you guys have a lot of stories to tell the world. Go back to the originality, create something, you hit the world. Online, I was shocked and surprised. He said, look, you guys are better than all this Nollywood stuff that they don't have story. You guys have stories. Because recently now, a Nollywood team came from South, shoot a film, make room, is a story of Ariwa. A Nollywood came from the South, shoot a film, up north, yeah. the story of Ariwa. Mm-hmm. It only would um, came from the south. Should a milk, I think milk, whatsoever, something like that. So it's our own story. Just because they have the financial backing, backing uh-huh. and all the stuff. Yeah. So they'll be able to shoot on that kind of high budgeted film. Yeah. So if somebody will invest almost two hundred million in a film like Make Room, and the investor is from Ariwa. Wow. So I say, what happened to our own industry that people don't want to back us? So that was I mentioned last time that it's not whatever you saw in the industry that people used to portray at all that we are bad people. It's not like that. So if you can look at Kanyewood and invest in other people, what are you trying to do? You are not helping it. Yeah. But when you're okay, let me invest all that 200 million in the Kanyewood. Okay, I want to be a better, I want to be a very good film. So before you know, something will hit. Before you know, Oscar talking about the film and every stuff like that. But I know Kanye will be better, inshallah. All right. Kanye will be better, inshallah. Okay. Now, another thing that um, a lot of people have been talking about is the fact that filmmakers in Kanye would have, for the most part, recycled their actors and they're not looking to promote upcoming acts, which, as actually they say, have contributed to the setback of the industry. Is this true, you think? And um, what do you think is the reason if this is the case? Everybody likes to make a profit okay. out of what he's doing in life. Okay. When you watch most popular actor in Hollywood and Bollywood, their film makes sales. When you watch popular director in Hollywood, their film makes sales. What we are just trying to do here is that our people are used to all these stars yeah. in the north. I've done that several times. I introduced a lot of actors. And I need to do a little bit back up with those stars still again. Mm. But when you do that, they are not even encouraging us to do that. But in a modern way, since I think Hollywood is almost 200 and something years, Bollywood is almost 100 and something years, Kanye is just not up to 25 years. So we're just trying to change the mindset. It's just like our movie here in the north. Everybody just wants to watch happy ending. Mm. They don't want to watch sad ending, which is not like that. But mostly Hollywood films, Bollywood films, there's a lot of sad ending in the film. That will make some people realize their mistake in life. There was a story recently that I wanted to direct for Rukaya Dawaya, Miriam. The storyline was a very, very good story. Then when she told me that at the end, we're supposed to say the Miriam started enjoying her life back. I said, no, 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 we shouldn't do that. Let's have sad ending. So mostly our audience are used to happy ending. They are not used to sad ending. So that's what we're just trying to change. Change their mindset. And before you change this kind of human mindset, yeah. it will take a lot of time. Mm. You know that. It will take a lot of time. Okay. All right. Now, <sighs> talking about actors and actresses. Yeah. I think this I have seen for myself. And if someone's not blind, he's probably seen this. There seems to be, from us looking from outside, it seems as if there is a pay disparity. You know, in Hollywood, the whole issue is that the men are paid more than the women. <laughs> But it seems as though in Carnywood, we've gone so far ahead that the women are being paid more than the men. Because you see female actresses, they are bawling. They are bawling. And then the male actors, when you meet them, it's like, yo, what's going on? 
you, you. <laughs> no, actually, you said something. It's not. It's not even in our own industry in Kanyu. Mostly, the whole industry are like that. You're trying to promote a girl, and who promoted that girl is a star already. And when you promoted that girl, she becomes something. So when she becomes something, she's either attracting a lot of fans, the whole world. world. Somebody will say, ah, I have a gift for you. I have this thing for you. I have all this thing for you. Mm. When I was with my, before I married my wife, yeah. she was popular. I was popular then. She was popular than I. People were just saying, are you, are you, are you sure anybody's going to marry? I said, sure. I don't know. Whatever God makes will happen. So some girls have the money after they become popular, mm. but they still respect their godfathers. What I say, they was forget about who have been entertainer or actor, actress, director. The issue is that when you see them, they got all this endorsement because what they believe is that okay, this girl now she's a face of the north. Yeah, and we're just trying to sell our goods here in the north from the south. Okay, mm-hmm. she's a face. Let's give her the endorsement. Before you know, she hit millions. Mm. Okay. Who is the current reigning person now? Let's give her an endorsement. Before you know, she hit millions. From that endorsement, another thing will definitely come. Mm. So, before you know, you now saw a lady wearing, um, having jeep or whatsoever. Yeah. But they still respect us. That doesn't mean that they are, they are not doing what they're supposed to do. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> all right now finally finally before we close shop what are we likely to see coming soon from the stable of hassan gigs yeah there's going to be a lot of issues a big film okay and god willing god willing as i pray the film will go through and it will be hitting hollywood mashallah yeah that's the only thing i'm just going to see oh wow <laughs> a lot of suspense there i mean i'm just wishing that i will get you know ticket to go to the cinema you know <laughs> for red carpet <laughs> yeah so for the premier man let me to join the creme de la creme of the cannywood industry don't you know? worry inshallah <laughs> all right well thank you very much for giving us your time to make this episode thank you very much but i'm a little bit nervous that the kind of person i am i usually talk i don't grant interview but i was surprised because you are my brother so let me just do it there. well thank you very much <laughs> this has been an absolute pleasure <laughs> thank you very much all right, all right all the best yeah. to ensure you don't miss out on next episode follow at mo usman underscore on twitter and do turn on those notifications so you don't miss out on anything